Hey, good evening, everybody. Good evening. This is Kim with Black Free Thinkers. Again, we are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself. And again, we are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself. All right, now, today is the 30th of September of 2020, and I'm not sure where you were last night, but last night I was listening to or watching that debate. Um, so it was so much that was happening, so much that was going on there, and um, just trying to figure it all out. But, um, you know, what was interesting about yesterday was, you know, I was speaking with Raina earlier, and I was like, I don't know. I haven't done a Wednesday show in a minute. I want to do one, but I'm kind of tired. You know, I've been kind of worn out the past couple of weeks trying to um, – get everything back in sorts, right? And I was like, okay, well, I got to do a show this week. And what's better than to talk about the election and a number of other things um, that have been happening? I had Alvin post on my wall some information about a particular David Silverman of the atheist community and, and some of the things that, you know, he said and things that we had already known about. And since, you know, I don't understand why anybody is surprised about any of these things. So anyway, the title of tonight's show is We Are Not Friends. And it says, please join us tonight at 5 o'clock Central Standard as we, or Central Daylight Time, as we discuss relationships, the election, mainstream organizations, and movements, and life in general. We predicted the 2016 election, and we have thoughts about this one, and it ain't looking good. What the hell is really going on around these parts? Let's talk about it. And so what's interesting was the debate last night and what took place. Now, I wasn't necessarily surprised by it. Was I entertained and amused? Somewhat. But I knew that was going to happen. And I remember in 2016, again, before the election even happened, we were, you know, telling people to stop laughing and to take it serious and that Donald Trump could have won. And even before the primaries were over, nobody believed it. And then once he won the primary, it was time for the general election. They were still laughing. We told you to stop, and you didn't. And then he won. And you were surprised. But we were not. We coronated him two, three weeks before the election even happened. And at this point in time, I can pretty much tell you that I strongly believe that he's going to win again. You know, and that had waned for a little bit. You know, at first it was a strong opinion, and then it was like, well, maybe there's a possibility that he won't win. And after last night's performance, you know, again, you know, we've talked about a number of things, but in this country, these people will choose their whiteness over their gender, over, you know, over anything else. It's about whiteness, white supremacy, the proximity to power, control, money, all of that, and not wanting to share with anyone else, and you know, giving some semblance of you know parity with any of these others, if you will, you know, it gets really interesting because then they feel as though by giving additional whatever you know to any of these other groups, they feel like it's oppression to them, 
And, you know, I've talked about a number of things over the years, but one thing that I know I've talked about specifically is, you know, you have all these different movements that are out here. And I specifically focus on mainstream movements and organizations. And when I say mainstream, I'm talking about white organizations and white movements and white people who need, you know, black, brown, red, yellow people to be part of their movement to make them seem viable, to make them seem as though they have an edge, that they're edgy, and, and that, they're, that they are inclusive and believe in diversity. And we all know that inclusion and diversity are just, you know, words. It means nothing. And nothing, you know, positive comes behind that because really it's no effort at all. They just want to be able to say that they have diversity and inclusion when in many cases, again, they're not necessarily trying to do the work, but they will have their tokens and mascots up front to make it seem as though they're doing some work and to draw in people from these outliers or outlying groups that they want to have participate. So, yeah, it was, it's interesting. It's a lot that's on my mind. You know, the main thing is yesterday I went to early vote, and the polling place opened at 8.30 in the morning, and I got there about 8.35, 8.40, 45, something like that. And I wanted to get there early so that – I can get in and get out before it became too crowded because, again, I'm immunocompromised. So I have to be pretty quick and smart about where I am, what I'm doing, and weighing all the risk in taking part in some 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 types of activities. And, child, I went and voted early to get it out the way because why not? Then I saw that debate last night. And now I'm mad as hell because I want my vote back. Now, for those that have been listening for a while, you know, you'll know that after 2016, I really was in the mindset that I was not going to vote again. And even with this election, when I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and vote, um, I still was not, you know, not happy, not only with the process, but also not happy with the candidates that, you know, we were being given to choose from because um, none of those guys, you know, were my choices. So, yeah, you know, it was just really interesting. All right, y'all, we got Rain on the line with us. Hey, Ray. Hey, sorry about that. I tried to use Skype to call in because my you know, you know me and my phone. Anyway, um, my phone and I are not always good. My phone and I are not always on uh, seeing eye to eye. I think it should be charged, and it does not. So, <laughs> but um, what does it say yeah. when you try to Skype? When it's when I try to Skype in, it says that you weren't logged in. Huh, that's interesting because so, I Skype in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on a, a Skype now, so crazy, yeah. ain't it? Yeah, it's okay. So that was weird. Hi, sorry. And then I forgot <laughs> to press one, so I was just like hanging out, listening to you. I was like, okay, so she gonna bring me in, and, <laughs> and then yeah, so then I remember. Well, I you know, press I wait one, to see y'all so. press one because I mean, you know, I'll have a number of people there, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't if they don't press one. I don't want to surprise someone. 
<laughs> you know, and bring them on. <laughs> catch you in the middle or something. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Didn't mean for you to hear um, that. No, I'm just kidding. Right, right. Uh, okay. Yeah. He's <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, but I want my vote, Raina. I shouldn't have done I it. I know. My Shondo was like, don't vote. Fuck them. Uh, you know, but I got. I don't know. They got their babies, and some of their babies got babies, and shit. I mean, the way I mean, I understand. Doing- I understand all sides, right? Like on the one hand, like I have, I have a good friend. You know, her only, her only concern is that she feels like fewer people would die if Biden were in, pre- were in the presidency, because there would be an effort, efforts made you know, in, in public in the public health sector to basically turn around these COVID numbers, right? And mm-hmm. I understand her. I understand some people are like, look, I gotta be able to find a job at the end of this thing. And I don't mean like right. Trump America jobs. I mean like a job that like pays me something and also provides me with health care. You know what I mean? And so right. I understand that perspective. I I understand all perspectives. I really don't care to vote for Biden. I I honestly am tired of the Democratic Party. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to go. But I'm getting ready to mail in my ballot because there's no way. I, look, let me tell you something. If I lived in a state where you absolutely had to go to the polls. <laughs> Biden definitely wouldn't be getting my vote because I am not about to risk COVID to pull for Biden. That's just not going to happen. But because I live in a state where I can actually bail my ballot in, um, I might, I may just expend the half a calorie of energy that it takes Hmm. to tick off Biden for president on my ballot before I mail it back. So I, I, and this is not something I say proudly because I, I am really, I am really against Biden. I am really tired of the democratic party. I really believe, truly believe that it should have been Elizabeth Warren or at a minimum Bernie Sanders that I was, Mm -hmm. that I'm voting for, right. That we should all be voting for right now. Um, that, the I, I I feel like I don't know what angers me more. Is it am I angered more by the fact that the Democratic Party has robbed us not once but twice in the right. last two presidential election cycles? Mm-hmm. Or am I madder that this fool has had all this time to prepare? And went out there and looked like an absolute chump. And I, I mean, he just didn't look. He just did not look as though he prepared at all. Honestly, not not to go against the opponent that he was up there with, you know. Right. And I just feel like his lack of preparation just signifies what is wrong with the Democratic Party, and you know, in general. You know, the Republicans, everything that's going on right now, the Republic has been in motion for decades. The Republicans have been planning this for decades. 
They were the ready to mobilize the moment that this happened. If, if Trump exactly. had not won, they'd be ready to mobilize this election or the next election to move in someone that they could utilize to push forward their agenda. The Democrats exactly. are, I mean, they are far less strategic um, they are way too much concerned with social norms and political norms. And I understand people are like, oh, but our norms and our traditions, blah, 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 blah. That only works if everyone respects the norms and traditions. And if the you norms I mean? and traditions, it, if it included everyone, because they're not talking right. about black, brown, and yellow people. I agree. It's just like civility. Like when everyone makes these calls for civility, right? Like, Civility mm-hmm. only works if we're all civil. And, I mean, there's nothing civil about <laughs> racism, white supremacy. So only thing I they mean, really understand wanna... is violence. Huh? The only thing they really understand is violence at the end of the day. That is all that they understand. Hey, that's what they say about us. That's crazy. Yeah. But, um, Proud boys. You know, but in back and stand but by. True. This is true. This is true. But yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly though, I mean, the history of the history of white supremacy will tell you <laughs> that um, all white supremacy understands is violence, and um, I mean, that's just the, that's just those are just the facts. Um, but yeah, like this is uh, this. I mean, this is just so discouraging and just so disappointing and so disheartening. And you know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to. Um, I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to get, you know, a firmer stance in my career. I'm looking at jobs and things like that. And, like, none of this looks good. Like, none of this looks good. Not even a little bit. Not not even a little bit. I am, like, really, really terrified for the future. Because, I mean, not that I wouldn't have fears or you know, um, you know, any sort of feelings about Biden being in the White House, because that I would still have fears, I would still have, you know, questions. Mm -hmm. But I have far more questions and far greater fears with Trump installing being installed again. And now he has no reason to filter or, you know, mask his, his white supremacy. If he wins the second well, term, I mean, because what are you going to do? Who's well, going to check he him? Even, he didn't even filter it the first time. He just well, really I mean, ain't going to give a I mean, shit the second he time. Has, he has, I would disagree with that. I would say that he has filtered okay. it. He filters it the way that most most politicians and most white people filter their racism. They try to make it about your interpretation. You know what I mean? They right. try to gaslight mm-hmm. you and make it about, Oh, you know, you just think everything is racist, da 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 da, right? So he mm-hmm. has he has masked it and he has filtered it, but but he's I been more like forthcoming than, than a lot of the neoliberals. I feel like though. now this time has been a lot more forthcoming because what I mean, he's not there's no there's no incentive to really to really mask it or to filter it this time, right? I mean, it's like you go hard or you go home, you know, and, you know, a lot of his base, um, well, all of his base is going to be down for it. That's just fact. 
And a lot of people right. who are not who, who everyone is hoping has, um, you know, is peeling away because, you know, they say of his style or whatever, you know, the, the, the suburban white women and the educated college, uh, the educated white folks are supposed to be turning away from him. Honestly, I just don't see it. I don't believe it. Um, some of the right. some of the worst racists in history, even in the history of the United States, have been college educated white folks. And um, exactly. And 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 frankly, I'm just not convinced that any of them are going to um, peel away from Trump and vote blue this election. I don't think it's going to happen. What's interesting. With his performance last night, a lot of white people, especially his base, sees that as him looking strong because it was about control and domination. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what he was doing last night. So that's the yep. reason why they think it's a win. Regardless of how he performed, it was about the fact that he dominated that stage and he dominated Biden in their eyesight, he's, in their view. And he's giving them everything that they've ever wanted. They're going to have exactly. a woman on the Supreme Court who's going, to, who's going to knock down Roe v. Wade so it doesn't look like it's just a bunch of men, you know what I mean, knocking down Roe v. Wade. They'll have at least one woman on the court on their side, and they're, they're, you know, they've got the court for the next couple generations. You know, it's, it's a whole slew of things. It, it, it's, they, he has given them everything that they have wanted. Meanwhile, black people have seen, um, you know, their 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 uh, their financial and economic futures devastated. We've seen um, the loss of jobs um, that we've you know, never recovered from from the Obama administration. Never, well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, I'm talking about even since then. You know what I mean? So yeah, on that's top what I'm of saying. that, we never recovered you know I mean? from the Obama. So this is on addition, well, addition to it. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So like, all of that's going on. We're in the middle of COVID. It's devastating Black and Brown people and and Asian people to a to a, and Hispanic people to a, a lesser degree, but also you know, but also still, you know, affecting them. Um, you know, we've got you know education. You know. It, it, the mm-hmm. cost of education is high. The, you know, public education is is you know in shambles right now. <laughs> it's just everything is just bad. It's just bad on top of bad on top of bad. And um, right, I, I you know I just don't know. I mean, I never was a patriot patriotic person, never in all of my life. Um, right, but but. I am whatever I was before. <laughs> it, it's probably it probably looks a lot more patriotic than I am now. <laughs> Let me tell you yeah. tell you what. But see, but we're mistaken. We're reading this the wrong way because you know these neoliberals, these liberals, moderate progressives, they're our friends. They're friends to the black community. They're friends to the brown community. They're friends to the indigenous and Asian communities. So why are we turning against? Well, I mean, this is this is the narrative, you know, that they try to frame. You know, this is how they try to frame that particular narrative when they're talking about the black people, like I was saying earlier about the diversity and inclusion. 
and, well, we don't like the way you're doing things. You should do it our way, or we'll just lead the way. We'll do it. You just follow behind us, and we'll put you in all of our marketing material and make sure that we put you in, in front during these rallies so people can see that we have the blacks and the browns and, and you know, in, in our corner over here. We're your friends. And what I've been saying for a long time, even before I started this podcast, we are not friends, period. Those people are not our friends. You know, a lot of these liberals that are out here, and I try to get people to understand, especially black and brown people, is the fact that these people have an agenda. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, there are some people that will, you know, capitalize off some some black and brown people that will capitalize off of it and commodify it. But this is one of the reasons why you hear us saying that black capitalism isn't going to, you know, save us either. Your your black education, you know, that's not going to save us either. Whether you're educated, you know, or or not a part of that particular class of people, if you will, that's not going. It doesn't save them. So it's not going to save the rest of us. And, you know, what you were talking about earlier about, you know, the white college-educated people and all of that, you know, I even have my critique about the black-educated people in this country and how they've commodified and capitalized off of blackness while being educated in a system that primarily teaches things through the lens of white supremacy. So yeah. this is why you hear a lot of talk from us about the, you know, the um, um, the misleadership of the black political class and the black elites. And I've been saying for a while that there was getting ready to be a major clash. And, you know, it's not going to look too good for a lot of these black public intellectuals and academics that are out here, you know, also exploiting and manipulating the black community. I mean, you know, I don't understand why they think that they can get away with doing the same thing that the white people did while trying to make money and getting angry because the regular everyday Joe and Joette won't buy their shit. Right. So we are not friends. And I've been saying for a long time that the black community doesn't have any friends out there. Mhm. This is your thought. Yeah. This so, what do you do, Raina? Mm-hmm. How do you navigate that? How do you come to terms with that? You know, because I mean, it's it's you know, it was interesting because I was talking to a friend earlier today, and you know, she was discussing about how as she's become more enlightened and and you know more educated about certain issues and things that are happening out here. Now she's seeing what's really happening. She knows what it really means. She understands the consequences of these actions, whereas once before, it was like, oh, well, you know, and didn't think too much about it. And, you know, I was just teasing and laughing. This is something that you and I have talked about on numerous occasions about how hard it is to watch a television show or a movie and and not sit back and analyze everything that's happening in that particular movie or in that scene or this particular episode and how it relates to today, but a lot of people don't understand. You know, and it's like, you know, sometimes it's like I just want to turn my brain off. Does that make any sense? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so it, it's just interesting because, you know, and, you know, when it all boils down to it, you know, <laughs> Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump are both racist. Let's just call it what it is. 
you know, mm-hmm. and personally, I think the Democrats are throwing this election. I don't think they were serious about winning this election. And to this day, I still say that Joe Biden did not win all of those primaries. Mm-hmm. There is no way in hell you can convince me that he made a comeback that strong, a landslide like that. It doesn't mm-hmm. add up in my world. I understand. I I I agree with you. I agree so with you. So what's your prediction for November 3rd? Uh, I don't think we go to sleep knowing who won, but I think it'll I think it'll lean towards Trump. I think mm-hmm. I think it'll lean towards Trump until they start counting ballots. And then I think it'll get yeah. closer. And I think um the closer it gets the more he's going to throw, um, you know, doubt, cast doubt on the uh, results. And um, and then I think we'll probably see some violence. That's oh, yeah, no thinking. doubt. And when I yeah. say violence, when I say, when I predict we'll see violence, I'm not saying anything about the left. I'm talking about the proud boys and the folks that Trump was calling upon yesterday evening. So Right. I'm still tripping out about these so called Antifa groups and they don't understand what Antifa is. But what I still find interesting is, you know, they're against anti fascists and they're against anti racists. But yet they get angry when you call them racist and fascists. So what are you then? What do you call them? Um, We're not racist. I mean, what do you? I don't. I'm at a loss. I don't know what to call such people. I just, you know, at this point, I, I'm just done. Honestly, if there is a, <laughs> if there is a community of black women <laughs> out there, you know what I mean? You know, These supporting each community. other. What do you say? Intentional communities. Yeah, if there's an intentional community out there of black women, you know, protecting each other and, you know, on, you know, you know, on some revolutions type stuff, you know, keeping keeping folks, you know, fed and, you know, taking care of each other and not really trying to rely on, you know, this country for things. I'm with it. Call me. I will come. <laughs> I will plant, but not if I will. But not if I you will find build. a contract for a reality show. I won't be there then. Oh no, 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 Mm-mm. no. If there's, a, if there's a reality show, absolutely not. But you know, I um, yeah, I I I don't know what's become of this place. You know what I mean? I, I I'm reluctant to say my country. I was I was born here. I didn't have any choice. You know what I mean? And um, right. and I kind of think that nationalism is silly, you know, um, to a certain extent. Um, mm-hmm. but, White or black? Um, uh, well, I mean, I I think black people don't really have much of a choice. They didn't really give us a choice, <laughs> but but to but to but to look at nationalism as uh, as a 
a way of finding political strength and solidarity, right? They didn't leave, it, leave us any choice. You know what I mean? Oh, but I want to um, also clarify. I want to clarify. I'm not talking about all black nationalists. I'm talking about a specific couple of groups of people. Oh, so anyway, go okay. ahead. Well, in that case, I mean, you know, if you're talking about the groups I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're talking about, I'm not necessarily talking about them either. You know what I mean? Right. But, <laughs> right, that's what I said. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know what I mean? When it yeah. comes to their mindset and what they're trying to do. You know, black yeah. capitalism ain't going to save us. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, I um, I don't know what's gonna come up, become of this country. I just, I just want to, I just want to survive it at this point. That's all I want to do. I just want to survive it. Um, I want to survive it and figure figure the rest out. If you know, I don't know. I was asking one of my friends. I was like, I don't know if it's. I was like, I know this is gonna sound hyperbolic, but I was like, it feels like. <laughs> it feels like we're getting to that point, like, you know, like during the Holocaust, when, like, people realized it was too late to get out. <laughs> right. Like, that's what it's feeling right. like. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I was like, I'm sure it's going to sound hyperbolic to people, but, you know, I'm sure that there were people who said the same thing during the Holocaust, and then they were looking at folks in the gulag, like, what I, what did I tell you? You know what I mean? Right. Like, we we told y'all to get out. On. Yeah. Yeah. And, this, so, uh, you know, and again, you know, I think people are starting to realize this. If nothing else, Facebook has now shown you which of your, you know, childhood friends and your neighbors and work colleagues and et cetera, which ones of them would have been part of the damn, you know, Nazi movement. And which ones are part of the Nazi movement now? Because, you know, where I live now, I have to be extra careful. We have a Nazi headquarters here. I say that shit, people laugh, and they just think I'm making, you know, just saying some shit. No, no, we have a <laughs> And we're out here in the middle of the sticks in the Midwest. Right. There are black people that live in the Midwest. And because I no longer reside in a city, you know, um, it's a little bit more difficult. There was a reason why I refused to move out of the black neighborhood in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I had my reason, you know, and and it's just the whole thing is a hot damn mess. But, you know, again, you know, what we're seeing in mainstream America, if you will, you see in these other little subgroups, you see the same fuckery, you know, coming from the feminist communities because I've been watching them doing mental gymnastics about this woman that Trump is trying to appoint to the Supreme Court. And you know, about white feminists. Yeah, white feminists. Well, yeah, specifically. Well, see, because I said it was white and implied white, I didn't even think to put white in front of it because it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no, I feel you know, you, I feel the mental gymnastics. Yeah, the mental gymnastics I see them doing, trying to find a way to show some type of positive response to a white woman, another white woman, being appointed to the Supreme Court. And, you know, again, just watching them trip over their tongues has me just laughing because at the end of the day, it goes back to what I said earlier, 
It's about their proximity to whiteness, their proximity to power, their proximity to money. And they're going to always default to their whiteness over their gender every time. Absolutely. You know, but the only thing that, you know, throws me for a loop is, you know, a lot of these white women that are, you know, out here, and especially when they were having these women's marches and shit, because they do have another one scheduled for next year, just in case y'all didn't hear I know. about it. Yeah, so what's interesting is, you know, when we talk about Roe versus Wade and women having access to the different services that are provided, you know, and whether or not she wants to carry a baby to term, you know, the reason why we focus a lot on women of color and poor women, because those are the ones that are disproportionately impacted by that. Wealthy white women and even some middle-class women can get on a plane and go somewhere and get an abortion and fly their asses back. That's right. It's happening right now. Exactly. In, state, in states in states that where they have so severely restricted um, the ability of you know, uh, clinics and things to operate that you have to go to another state to, to be seen. Yes. You know, if you want an abortion. Mm-hmm. The perfect example is Mississippi. Look at what's yep. happening in Mississippi. You know, and so it's just really interesting, you know, when um, you look at all of that. And like I said, I mean, I look at these mainstream organizations and movements and just see what's happening. Um, And, you know, again, people are out here acting surprised when they see their childhood friends and their colleagues and, you know, and their neighbors and all of these people who are pro-Trump, but if they're not pro-Trump, they're they're quote-unquote racial realists or they're white nationalists, they're not white supremacists, and, you know, they want to dawdle over the definition of things in which they feel as though they have the right to define what is or is not racist or what have you. And, you know, I I had um, inboxed you some, uh, you know, a link showing how one of the Aryan atheists, you know, heroes is out here, you know, basically upset and angry because Biden picked Kamala, and he's also out here. And I'm talking about David. Well, Sutton. he's not an Aryan. And he's 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 a Jew. He doesn't. He no, doesn't he's not Jewish. He's an Aryan. I thought he was he's Jewish. He's not Jewish. No, he is I not Jewish. I thought he was. He is not Jewish. I always thought that David Silverman was Jewish. Okay, I'm sorry, my I bad. I saw it in a thread. Somebody talking about it, and they were like, "He is not even Jewish." So, and this was okay. another white person. So I'm like, okay. you know. I don't know what to make of the Zimmerman last name, but he's not Jewish. Okay. But, I mean, even if, let's just say hypothetically, he was Jewish. He's white. He's a white-identified Jewish person. Oh, so obviously, white and- obviously, he's, obviously he's white-identified, but I was just saying I was just saying the Aryan thing. Yeah, no. We're, we're no, in he's agreement not there. We're, we're in oh, agreement yeah, but- there then. Okay, so yeah, you know, and basically, I mean, you see a lot of that in the atheist community, these white men out here that are angry and mad as hell, and, you know, and what was interesting about David Silverman was the fact that, you know, once he was terminated from American atheists, which may as well be Aryan Aryan atheists as well, 
um, basically, but they're not. You know, they're American atheists, but, you know, some of the things that they've done in the past is very questionable, right? But, you know, what's interesting about that is, you know, how when he was terminated from that group, how all of a sudden he decided that, you know, he wanted to embrace humanism. And I've talked a lot about how these atheists have embraced humanism as a way to remain relevant, another way to try to draw in some money, and another way to infiltrate other communities that normally would shun them, right? And so now that he has a position, you know, where he doesn't have to depend on humanists and humanist donations, now he's gone back to basically being anti-humanist, if you will, you know, or what seems to be anti-humanist. And so I just find it interesting because he's not the only one doing that. But the fact that now he's saying that he's going to vote for Trump and, you know, and he's going to cross over and vote Republican. See, this is where, you know, people are like, well, wait a minute, what happened there? And I was like, what don't you understand? He was desperate to have CPAC recognize American atheists. And that Mm -hmm. is the most conservative, the most Republican, you know, conference convention that's out there, you know, in group. And so I'm like... You know, it's like it's right there in front of people's faces, yeah. and they don't want to. You know, how many Democrats or you know, uh, how can you say unabashed, you know, card carrying Democrats are begging CPAC to recognize them? None. I don't understand how that works, Raina. How was he? I mean, so I, I can't explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why I'm like looking at this and I'm like, what are you all confused about? He was telling you and showing you who he was from the very beginning. Wait. I went to public school. I'm proud of going to public school. It didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what side, you know, he was on. But it's because of an image that the atheist community is trying to sell. Same thing with the white feminist community, trying to sell an image and tell the rest of us that that big old pile of shit in the middle of the floor ain't a real, it ain't a pile of shit. Then what is it? You know, like I guess they stacked some apples and spray painted it brown, right? <laughs> But don't believe our lying eyes. Don't believe your lying nose. Don't believe your lying ears. Because that's not shit. Then I show up and I call it what it is. It's a big old pile of shit. It's no longer brown. It don't turn white. Mm -hmm. But it's still a pile of shit. So when you hear me and I talk about these different movements and, you know, these different organizations and these different people, you know, again, the people in these movements, the white people in these movements, do the same thing that people in mainstream America do. You know, they'll see it, they'll ignore it, they'll try to give the benefit of the doubt, they'll gaslight us when we call it out and bring it up. And then once they can no longer ignore it anymore, they want to act like it's something brand new and they're totally surprised and you're full of shit. Right. Which is why I say we are not friends. 
Oh, well, my black friend Kim said your black friend Kim didn't say shit. Well, if their their black friend Kim might have said something, but it wasn't Kimberly Veal. <laughs> <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> you know? And when you try to correct them in private with love, they still get mad. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just interesting, but anyway, we're not going to be on here long. But black people, brown people, you know, native, indigenous people, Asian folks, these people are not your friends. They are not your friends. And, you know, but you will always have a group of people that will attempt to commodify and capitalize off of a situation while carrying the water for a lot of these racist white people and then act as though they don't understand why the rest of us are over here like, no, we're not friends. Get the fuck away from me. You go right. shuck and jive for them over there. We refuse to participate. And, you know, things that we once, you know, didn't know, but, you know, and in some cases found out and chose to ignore, that's on us because for the life of me, I don't understand how you're setting someone up and looking towards someone to be a spokesperson, a beacon for the black community when all they know is performative blackness. Right. Mm-hmm. And being willing to be a shield and a filter to protect their white friends and allies when they know these people are on some bullshit. And then protect right. other black, brown, red, and yellow people that are on some bullshit. And then get angry when you have people like us calling it out. And the only thing that trips me out with some of these folks is um, when you find out that they don't have the deep pockets that they try to portray themselves to having. But that's a whole different story. Right. So with that note, we're going to wind it down. 2016, we coordinated Trump. Right now, it still ain't looking good. You know, Rain, I got my cigar sitting right here. I was thinking about smoking it on the show because, you know, I was saving this for election night, right? Uh-huh. You know, and I got a few up, and I'm like, do I want to suck down this cigar now? But I didn't pull it out. I didn't smoke it. I guess I'm still going to hold out some hope. But, I mean, the truth of the matter is I don't want either one of them to win. This is true. This is true. I I agree. I I don't want either one of them. I'm good. Yep. You think they'll let me have my but, vote back if I went down there and insisted that they go uh, and file my No. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I am about the only thing. The only thing I will watch now is maybe. Kamala destroy Pence because I mean I just don't see Kamala um, going up there and um, not being as prepared you know exactly so exactly and the thing yeah. is is that you know I can't say they didn't prepare Joe Biden no I wouldn't say that they didn't prepare him at all but they didn't prepare him adequately for, for his opponent. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there, the, and the thing about Trump is there's really no way to prepare for that because he can come out of left field, out of right field. He can come from the bottom to the top. You just never know what he's going to do. I think or there say. was. I think there were better. I think there were ways that he could have been managed. And I think, and I think that Hillary Clinton demonstrated some of that when she debated him. You know what I mean? Right. So. I think that Joe just was not properly prepared to deal with Trump. Not at all. And mm-hmm. I think um, I think that his I, I think unfortunately his subsequent um, performances won't be too much better than what we saw. Honestly, I just don't right. think he's up and to the task. I really no, don't. He's not. The next debate. <laughs> You know, that's that's what they're calling it. The next debate is going to be in town hall fashion. And Donald Trump is going to do the same thing. He wants to dominate and control the entire debate and speak to his public, his base, because they're giving him an hour and a half of primetime television for free. And that's what he did. Joe just happened to be there. And it was very abusive. That entire situation was extremely abusive, but it again, was? it goes back to that malignant narcissism, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, absolutely, yeah. And that's the reason why, you know, if you look around and you see some of the people that are out here, you know, praising and cheering him on, is because they, you know, do the same thing. They feel that that's how you control a situation. Don't give the mm-hmm. other person a chance to speak. Yep. You know, and they not only use that, you know, they, they, they use those particular techniques, of course, on black and brown people. And they use those mm-hmm. same techniques on many white women, which sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like looking at them. And you'll see a lot of those same characteristics. Again, you'll see them in black men and, you know, some white men and as well as some black women and, you know, white mm-hmm. women. But um, child, that shit is just nuts. And it was insane, and I was both amused as well as, you know, embarrassed and disappointed, you know, in what took place last night. I'm like, but we, I knew it was going to be a shit show. We talked a few minutes before it started, and mm-hmm. I told you then I'd rather have them put on the boxing gloves and put it on a pay-per-view and let's watch them duke mm-hmm. it out. That will be more entertaining. Way more entertaining. <laughs> Knock that toupee off his head. <laughs> You know, can you believe he spends seventy thousand dollars a year for someone to come up with a damn bucket of glue to slide across his head with that shit? <laughs> I mean, yes, I can believe that because if somebody was paying you that kind of money, you'd slide some glue across their head too. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would shit. <laughs> uh-uh, you said you so even warm much, the glue up. How much glue you want? How much glue you want? <laughs> I I give you all the glue. Uh, I, <laughs> shit. You put some into go bucket for them. <laughs> put it right in the to go bucket. Here you go. Here you go. Mm-mm-mm. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. So. It, interesting you know because it's like this 
you know, Trump has $421 million in loans coming up now, June, mm-hmm. right? Yep. How the hell? Mostly, the mostly, to, mostly to Russian, mostly to Russian, uh, Russian, uh, you know, oligarchs. Mostly, and right. I mean, I'm saying that spe- I'm speculating that, but that's that's speculation based on on previously known facts. You know what I mean? That he can't so. pay. He cannot pay right. at all. So, mm-hmm. child, this whole thing is a hot damn mess. And you know, like the I said, it feels thing. like yeah, we've been mm-hmm. again, as I stated before, we're being forced to participate in a reality show that we're not even getting paid for. Mm-mm. And I think that's fucked up, man. It is. It definitely so, is. So it should be interesting. So anyway, I just wanted to have you on so that, you know, we can let some of these progressives, you know, and mm-hmm. and even the Republicans already know that we're not friends. But some of these progressives, and the way that I see some black and brown people Stumping for the, you know, the Democrats and and shaming other folks that don't want to vote, that don't want to vote for Joe Biden, and they don't care what the people have to say. And I get some of it because this coronavirus, this pandemic has been horrible. You know, you get millions of people that are out of work, that can't find a job. You know, you have people out here that are homeless because of what transpired in this country and those that are basically on their way out to be homeless, you know, and even though those mm-hmm. moratoriums are out there, not everybody is standing by and honoring those moratoriums. And a lot mm-hmm. of people out there just don't know what to say. They don't want, know what to do because they're being harassed by their landlords. You know what I mean? Locked out. You right. know, I've read a bunch of stories about people being locked out. They don't know what to do. And this right. is one of the reasons why, you know, you know, I get the, you know, Raina laughs at me when I get telling my stories about the toilet paper, the Lysol disinfectant spray, and the disinfectant wipes. And yeah, I kind of started hoarding them for a minute because we couldn't find them forever. But I do give a lot of that stuff away. So there you go. You know, so mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're in need of toilet paper or any of those things, you know, just hit me up. Let me know. I'll figure out a way to get it to you. But I generally like to do it here locally, and I just give them to people. Took some over to a relative and all of that stuff. So, um, and, you know, we do a lot of outreach. You know, we've sent money to people, you know, in other countries um, within the last six months that, you know, these people needed food. And in some of these other countries, you know, that have these strong men, these authoritarian types, these dictators, they're starving their people. And the same thing is happening here in this country because those food lines are ridiculously long. Yeah. And they run out of food within the first one or two hours. That's yeah. not how it's supposed to be at work in this country. So, nope. you know, if you're out there and, you know, you you don't have any food or anything like that, reach out, let me know, because um, we can make that happen for you. So, yeah. Well, Kim can make it happen for you. Raina can make it happen for you, because Raina Raina trying to eat herself. (laughs) Raina trying to find a meal herself. 
Nah. <laughs> oh, girl, please, but, Lord. Y'all don't know, but all right, right. That's your story. <laughs> you sticking with That's my That's story. story. I'm sticking to it. All right. That's the story I'm okay. sticking with, okay? <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. You know your grandma That's got story. We your granny got oh, I mean, I had it. Yeah, but I got to drive up the road to get that. Who's going to put yeah. the gas in my car? Who's going to put the gas Ooh. in my car? You on the AC is perilous. You hear me? I'm putting you, you on the AC is perilous. You are on the AC is perilous. Oh, goodness. You are now on. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Lord. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, well, y'all, we can, can, well since up. I'm on the list, can you please put me on the list for some money? For some money blessings, please. Thank you. I get you please on thank you. number one in the if I win the lottery list. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I like to be on that list. If yes. anybody else wants to put me on their list too, you're welcome to do so. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you say no shame. Put you on the I won no the shame. lottery list. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Let me know. Oh, yeah. Cash at me. Cash <laughs> give them your cash app shit. They may send you something. No, I'm, not gonna, gonna, I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna give my cash app out. But no, y'all, y'all can, y'all can hit me up if you want to cash at me. I, I accept all cash apps. I accept all gifts. I turn, well, I my, turn my, my nose up at nothing. <laughs> well, my cash app is Black Free Thinkers. That's my Venmo and my PayPal. Black Free Thinkers, okay. all written out one word with an S at the end. So all right now. there's that. All right well, now. you you want to get on my case about not telling people that and not asking for anything. This is true. This is true. I do get on your case. So. I know. And eventually yeah. one day I'll get serious about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just. You already know why I don't accept money from people, especially white people, for the most part. Uh, yes, I and know. when I say we, that I'm talking about, we, we had that conversation, and 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 one of the times we had that conversation, it ended in us in us breaking our partnership with someone else. Remember that? So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So that, you know they lied the whole time. Oh, the we whole agree time. with you. We don't want no money from the white atheist community. We'll ask now, and we'll scale it back, knowing all the while, you know, with their performative Mm -hmm. blackness. I mean, that shit Mm -hmm. just floored me. Even now, I mean, it's absolutely horrible. And they're Mm -hmm. still out here shucking and jiving, you know, Amos and Andy and these people and everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And trying yeah. to get their people placed in places like American Atheists and Humanist Association and, you know, CFI and, you know, FFRF, trying to get their people placed up there. Why? So they can get a hold of these organizations' money. And what they yeah. realize is that the money comes from the board of directors. And fortunately, the board of directors, board of trustees, them motherfuckers can count. The person you're trying to get placed can't count, but that's a whole different story. Like I said, uh, we are not friends. No. Also, the person you're trying to get placed only knows how to do the wobble, but that's okay. Oh, 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 oh. oh Lord. Oh, Lord. 
and the person there. is trying to, and the person <laughs> is trying to and the person that's trying to get you in these positions are the ones who came up with the Barney joke, so you know, so that you know. Like I said, these are not friends. Not See, I don't at give all. a damn. I don't give we a damn about the same at all. Well, you know, I, I don't mind giving people the receipts. Like I said, you know, it's like you know. The, the things that kill me, you want to say that you're angry about one thing, but we all know what you're really angry about, and you don't want me to tell it. So anyway, let's get off this call. Let's, let's let this wind down. Yeah, you know before, yeah because this, yeah, cause you might start spilling some tea, and you know, the last time you spilled tea, that was, you know, the tea was too hot. So we have to, we should go. <laughs> we should go. Last time you spilled tea, it was too hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what, Raina? Mm-hmm. You know what, Raina? What? I'm still not sorry, and I'm still not going to apologize. I know, I know, and I just, I just want to get off the phone because people are gonna ask me questions. Like, I don't know what you're asking me for. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I just was there. <laughs> Tell them so, jackasses to call yeah. me. What I don't understand is ain't nobody asked me no questions. Mm-hmm. If you want to know something, call me. You ain't calling me because you know every word I said was true. And you mm-hmm. in in one in one of them, or no one, it was a couple of them that said, "Well, yes, we know what you said was true." And they went on to with some other psycho babble. And I'm like, so you know every word I'm saying is true. Every word that I said was true. But yet I'm the problem. Because I said mm-hmm. it out loud. Yeah, that's how that works. That's how the truth works a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know what they say, well, a truth teller has no friends. Child, you know, the whole thing killed me about them gaslighting me the way they did. And what's so interesting is, you know, you had some of them that were like, oh, she can dish it, but she can't take it. No, motherfuckers, I can take it. But just because I I can take it, that don't mean that I should take it. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to understand. And I didn't. And on on that note, we are blackening everybody. (laughs) <laughs> we are here to challenge you to think for yourself. Again, we are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself. Utilize those critical thinking skills. We want to thank you for supporting us and standing by us all these years. And we have a lot of fun doing this show. I mean, you know, this is very cathartic for me. And, you know, I read a lot, you know, educate myself on many things. And it's exciting to me to share these things with you and to educate you all on these things. So I just want to let you know that we do care about you. I I don't mind sharing this information. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find Black Free Thinkers on Twitter. If you just go to my Facebook page, um, facebook.com slash blackfreethinkers.tim, it'll have all the links there to the iTunes page. It'll have it to our Reddit forum. I post everything on Reddit and some things to Facebook and Twitter. But anyway, we're going to wind this down. Raina? Well, uh-huh. I guess on election night, 
should we do a show that night while I drink no. my bourbon and smoke my I'm cigar? not going to be doing nothing. I'm going to have my TV off. I know, because we already know we're not going to know what the results are that night. You know what I mean? It, I just yeah. don't believe that. I, everybody's talking about how far up in the polls Joe Biden is. We listened to the right. polls the last time. The polls, you know, were, were you know, misled us. They were completely wrong. So I, I'm not turning on my TV that night at all. It, it's it's going to be off, period. Don't yeah, call me. I got you. Uh, don't call me on no giving me no returns, no polls, no nothing. I'm not going to be on the book of faces. I'm not going to be on any social media. I'm turning all my devices off. Okay. So, so you're going to do what I did the last time in 2016. I was in bed at 8 o'clock that night. I just wanted to go to Basically. sleep. Yep. Yeah. I and might you know, turn I on Netflix. Drink. That's about the only thing I'll put on. I got, you know, I have a Chromecast or whatever, so I probably watch, you know, Netflix and go to bed early. There so. you go. You know, and you know, I don't smoke or drink, but I told you for this next election, for this 2021, I was going to enjoy a cigar and some bourbon while I watch this shit just burn the fuck down. You know, and when I say burn it down, burn the fuck down, I'm just talking about the political process of what's been going on. So I don't want anyone trying to say that I'm sending people into the streets and all of that. That's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm saying. And I've never said or done that on this show. And I'm staying in the house because I already know some of these, some of these white folks on, you know, with the, you know, on the whites, with these white supremacist organizations and things like that, they will be out here. Right. And I'd be remiss. Trump does not get called the winner right away. So I will be at home. Guess what? My groceries are getting ordered that week. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All exactly. you know, any, anything, anything I need is coming through Amazon Prime. That's it. I will be home. Oh, yeah. I will be in the house. Right. And see, I'd yeah. be remiss if I did not point this out to people. And this is a very serious statement I'm about to make. The Proud Boys and some of these other Aryan, you know, folks out here. They are calling November 3rd the day of the rope. Again, the day of the rope. I would advise all black, brown, red, yellow people, and I would also advise all women, regardless of your color, to stay the hell in the house on November 3rd and 4th. That would be highly advisable. Mm -hmm. If at all possible, do not leave your house on the 3rd or the 4th. Especially if you're black or brown, you know, and, you know, don't leave the house if you don't have to. So mm-hmm. you can't say that we didn't warn you because we don't know what the fuck these people are going to do. No. We don't know what the hell Trump is going to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's telling them to stand by. So I don't know, you know, what else we need to say. You know, I, I you know. They probably, I have a damn, they probably have a damn code word. He probably don't even have to say anything that would 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 give it away to us. He probably just has a code word or a special phrase that he can say right. that'll just set them all off. You know, I wouldn't put it past right. them. Mm-mm. Which is why I'm encouraging people. You know, you better learn how to shoot back. Better learn how to shoot straight. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. This is not time to play. So anyway, honey, I told you I was only going to take an hour of your time, and I don't took an hour. Three minutes and 15 seconds. 
So thank you for joining me. Okay. Rainer. I appreciate it. Adios, everybody. You all enjoy your rest of the week. I'm going to see what I can do for Sunday. I'm going to do something. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but surely someone will do something stupid. All right, Rainer, you take it easy, honey. Thanks for joining me today. Love you, baby. Love you, too. Bye.